This is The Playbook. Welcome to Office Hours. It's the Legends edition. Not that we don't have Legends every episode, but this is the Legends of Legends here on Office Hours. I'm David Meltzer, and everybody's been anticipating our next guest. We have these amazing hosts that are going to bring the insight and the questions to Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy is a master sergeant, a best-selling author of one of my favorite books, an entrepreneur, and of course, a philanthropist. Tim, welcome to Office Hours. What's going on? Thank you so much for having me. Heck yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. Uh, you know, I grew up with nothing, and I am someone who believes there's no other country on earth that you can grow up with nothing and have everything and lose it all and have everything again. You can even lose it all again if you want and have everything again, but it doesn't happen without people like Tim Kennedy. And a lot of times because of the noise, because of the mass amount of information, we overlook the important people in our lives. And I read the book Scars and Stripes and my wife was like, it was around tax season. She's like, what are you crying about? And I'm all taxes. And she's like, it's only money. And I go, no, you don't understand. Money's a renewable resource. But I'm crying because my money is being utilized so well. You got to read this book. You got to see what our money is going for, for peace and freedom. Two invaluable entities. And I have never read a book that illustrates the historical books I've read, the current books, that illustrates what freedom uh, means and what people are willing to do for not their own freedom, but for everyone else's. And, and Tim, I know you weren't put on this earth to write books, uh, but how important was uh, your best-selling, number one best-selling book uh, for you, Scars and Stripes? I mean, it, it felt, honestly, you know, to be New York, New York Times, Times Square, and uh, have like my face on billboards, um, you know, to see my, my book come up on Amazon as, as number one, it, that's weird. Uh, on the writing part, it, it felt really important to me at the time to write a book that was so accountable to being real and to being truthful and to being um, transparent and to being vulnerable. Uh, I don't know what's going on in society right now, but it, it, those are some characteristics that we are not seeing being praised you know like uh, men men are supposed to be you know there's a group that want them to be feminine this other group want them just to be like this alpha male and um you know and and the military members are just supposed to be heroes and none of that seems or feels truthful it's like how how about we just be who we are and um, let me talk about all of my failures all of my struggles the times that i succeeded were all preceded by lots and lots and lots of failure so that, that's what I really tried to focus on in this book is let's let's talk about the total human condition here. What does it look like to fail and to struggle and to not know which direction to go? And ultimately, through consistency, discipline, and hard work, it starts paying off. You know, Tim, I did this thing called seal fit one time where you go to Coronado and you run on the beach, you run out in the water, you run back on the beach, you roll around. It's like nine hours of just like hard, hard, intense work. And I yeah. found like two hours into it, I didn't know if I would be able to get through it. And there was a moment where I almost just had to shut my mind off and just have intense focus. Once I was able to do that, I, I like, I caught a little glimpse of what, you know, maybe 
um, people at your stature or that have been in the spots that, that you've been are able to do to accomplish so much. Maybe just talk a little bit about like your mindset as you're you know, doing the things you do and overcoming the things you've overcome and accomplishing the things that, that you've been able to accomplish. Yeah, when, 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 when you kind of like, if, if I just throw up a white paper, um, you know, like this XM of, of my resume and you see, you know, Green Beret, Sniper, Ranger, you know, entrepreneur that owns, you know, a dozen businesses, all profitable and big, you know, a philanthropist that, you know, like rescued thousands of people. It sounds ridiculous, right? <laughs> um, but if you took an honest step back and you started looking at the process, the system, um, the kind of characteristics that, that, you know, they're not God given. These were things that were taught to me by my father that I watched my brother do, that I watched these incredible trainers within the special operations community pound into us relentlessly, relentlessly. Um, you know, the, the end product, the byproduct of these, I don't know what else to call them besides portions of your soul that, uh, Everywhere that you go, regardless of what you're doing, whether you're an elite athlete in the UFC fighting for world titles like I did, or if you are in special missions unit within special mission, within the special forces, or you are going on to start a business, like every single one of those things, the overlap in the, in the character of the integrity of, and the ethics of who this person is and who they are, those are the things that are determining success. You know, I, I look at you know, I can walk out this office door right here and walk down the hallway and all of these men have these same characteristics and they're successful at anything that they do. You know, they're black belts in jujitsu, they're professional fighters, you know, like they're, they're managers and leaders and C-suites of these companies. And what do they have in common? They have consistency, they have hard work and discipline. And the byproduct of those three things over time is success. Um, I like hard stuff. And I don't know why people turn away from it. This morning, I put on a white belt. I, I'm a four-stripe black belt. I'm a black belt in multiple martial arts. And this morning, I put on a white belt, and I walked out with Satoshi Ishii and Giancarlo and Silas, and I practiced as a white belt judo. And I think a lot of people would be like, oh, man, but like, like world champion, you know? Like, what do you need to do that for? Um, it's because you need to do hard stuff. You, every single day, you need to find a way to do something hard. And uh, sometimes it might be working out. Sometimes it might be seal fit. It might be launching a new business. It might be going down and serving at the homeless shelter. I don't know what that is for everybody, but I know what it is for for all humans on earth is that you have to do hard stuff. Love that. That's so good. And th Tim, thank you so much for your service. I do want to make sure we, we continue to say that. Um, what does a morning look like for you then? I mean, I'm looking at reading about you and I've heard about you before and um, we were all so excited. We are talking about the podcast you did on Joe Rogan and how you guys went in and did this big evacuation. I can't even get my kids in the car, but you can go out and you can evacuate all these people. And um, how do you set your day? Like, what does that routine look like for you to, to attack the things that you have to attack in your in your day-to-day -day life? Yeah, I mean, I, the, the words discipline and regiment and hard work, like, I, I think they're existential sometimes. Like, how do you define that? Or how do, how do you, what does that actually look like? You know, what that looks like is um, I wake up early and then I make my bed. And then I'm, I'm faced with the next choice of, do I have a sugary cereal with some trashy milk, you know, or um, do I go out to the chicken coop and I grab some eggs and I make some fresh scrambled eggs with a little bit of sea salt on them and, uh, you know, 
drink a big cup of, of water. Um, then the next choice is, am I going to be doing something like picking up my phone and start swiping and looking at social media? Or, you know, am I going to read the newspaper for a second? Am I going to read the Bible? Am I going to take a moment before my kids wake up and I make them breakfast to maybe meditate or to pray, you know, and you're faced with all of these junction points every day. You have thousands of them and you can, um, start making the easy choice, or you can make the slightly harder choice. And every time that you make the slightly harder choice, it makes the next hard choice a little bit easier. So, you know, so by, by 8 AM, I have already like done 10 great things that are setting the rest of my day up for success. I wouldn't have wanted to work out had I not had a good healthy breakfast. I wouldn't have wanted to, you know, like later that evening spend time with my wife had I not make, made my kids their breakfast. You know, I wouldn't have been able to um, focus on my emails had I not just taken a few minutes and sat down, you know, and, and prayed and figured out, you know, what are my priorities for today? What am I supposed to be doing? Am I doing the right things? Am I doing the right things by way of my employees? by the way of my business partners, by the way of my investors, am I doing the right things that way? Um, so, you know, like by noon, I'm, I'm, you know, one to two workouts in, I've already replied to 20, 30 emails. I've probably had five or six calls, made my kids breakfast, took them to school, made sure my wife felt like a million dollars, you know, had a moment to pray. Like it's not lunchtime yet. That, that is how you get the capacity to do more volume of work is small choices that start giving you momentum to get more done. Just being really intentional. Yeah. yeah. I think something that, you know, when you go in your day-to-day -day life and you're not aware, you don't have like that self-awareness, you're just kind of on autopilot, that's I think where you lose yourself, right? So it's really about being, you know, making sure that you're paying attention to what you're doing and what you're thinking and how you're going about your day. And anyway, that's, that was really good. Thank you. I love that. And Tim, I heard you mention reading the Bible and prayer. How has faith played a part in your journey? Yeah, you, you've heard that there's no foxholes. Uh, if you read my book or you know anything about me, the, the amount of foxholes that I've been in and the, the number of times that I should have died, uh, I, I have no way to explain besides divine intervention. And, you know, what, whoever, whoever you pray to, whatever your belief system is, like, I, that's a wonderful thing about this amazing country is that freedom of religion. You're like, I'm going to fight for Muslim, just like I'm going to fight for a Buddhist, just like I'm going to fight for a Hindu, just like I'm going to fight for a Jew, just like I'm going to fight for a Christian. You're like, I love it. And, you know, for me as a Christian, um, faith plays a big part of it. You know, it aligns. And I, I think if you took all of the religions, you're going to have 90, 95% overlap of what they view as moral. And um, so we have so much in common and we have so many you know, shared, uh, aspirations for me as a Christian, like it's the same as my, my brother, my, my Muslim brother who, you know, wants to be a good husband who wants to be a good father that wants to be, you know, a good community member. Um, and you know, for me, like, I just want to do the right thing and the, you know, the Bible and prayer and my church and my, my accountability friends, like all of those things help keep me in line with, what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, the commonality, Tim, of thinking and believing something bigger than us that loves us more than our mom, uh, no matter what we define in religious, spiritual, theoretical uh, senses, instead of separating, should bond us together, that we're being protected and promoted as you have in many circumstances. Uh, my last question is more entrepreneurial, and there's two sides of being hard. Um, and 
you discussed one of the sides of being hard of an entrepreneur that we have to do hard things. But as an entrepreneur, we have to help other people do hard things. You can't get there by yourself. And I know many entrepreneurs that are willing to give, like you, their life to a life of a business. But it's hard on our wives and our families and it's hard on our employees because we have such high expectation when you've given your life to an entity. Um, and many, many times, Tim, that I find when I'm trying to bring the best out of someone or trying to instill inspiration or motivation in them, that they don't accept hard. They get their feelings hurt. They, you know, don't see the intention. And when you're in the military, when you're a fighter, when you play football, right, you know that that coach wants to win. They want you to win, right? They want you to win and therefore they are busting and destroying your ego by telling you what you're doing wrong and how you could do better. And I've been on the football field in college and tears running down my face going, why is he so mean to me? Why, what do you, right? And now I'm 54 years old and I look back and I thank that defensive coordinator that I called the troll for bringing that out in me by being hard on me. How have you found, you could take hard, but how have you found the best way to be hard on others for their best interest? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a great question. And um, I think it's harder to answer that question in 2022 than it's ever been in history. You know, I, I know every generation looks back to the, the next generations like, oh, are they so soft? Um, but <laughs> right? man, but these millennials and these Gen Zs, they really are, you know, like, um, Purpose, direction, and motivation. Those things. Purpose, direction, motivation. Those are the things that I know every single individual, especially in this, this era, this culture, they need those things. And it's not just the purpose of our company. It's not just a mission statement that, that one of the entities that I have is that, that I'm passing down to them. That individual needs to know their purpose. How are they playing a role within this organization? The, the purpose part is sometimes the easiest thing to define as a leader. Now, the next two parts with the direction and motivation – so with direction, we give them task condition and a standard. The task is to do this. This is what your job looks like. Um, and the, with task, the conditions, here are the things that I'm going to enable you to do it. And the conditions are, this is what success and failure looks like. You know, like sometimes there's going to be um, salary or bonuses that are going to be tied into that task condition and standard. With that purpose, that direction, and then lastly, the motivation. Now, this is the hard part. If you are that hard-handed, you know, coming off the top rope type leader where it's like, you know, I told you to do it this way, like that motivation, it, that, 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 that's not motivation, like that's crushing. So with every single individual, the thing that they have to know for motivation is that you care, like that you are there with them, that you want to see them succeed, that you want to see um, that their contribution matters, and most importantly, that you value and acknowledge that they're there. There is no worse insult then in, in my opinion, there's no worse insult than indifference. And especially coming from a leader, indifference is the most insulting thing that you can do to an individual. So that's what I go by. Purpose, direction, and motivation. And under that direction, it's going to be those task conditions and standards. And then everything else is going to be individualized to the person that I'm trying to lead. And uh, man, it's it's fun when those when all those pistons start going, you know, and everybody's has that same motivation, everybody has their purpose, everybody has their direction. Like it is, it is a wild ride to be in a business that is operating like that. Well, there's nothing more insulting than indifference, but you are making a huge difference. And 
You did not let us down on the Legends of Legends edition. I told you there's no better place to bring it right here. Thank you, Tim Kennedy. Thank you, Tim Kennedy, uh, for joining us pleasure, here on Office Hours.